Regional Office of Education number 33 is behavioral health consultant Jessica Donaldson. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. Good to see you again. Thanks, you too. How are things at the ROE? They are busy. They're very busy, um, but exciting. We've been having a lot of new projects come up. Yes, you have. I've seen a lot of that being shared. Had a chance to uh, get a lot of those up on the community calendar. And you've got a big event coming up. Yes, we do. Um, this coming Friday, we are hosting the Poverty Simulation, um, the Community Action Poverty Simulation. And um, I know in the past, um, we have had some in our community, but it's been a little while. And so um, we are very excited to be able to bring it back this week. And the focus really is just to educate people around what it's like to experience um, trying to survive it with low income. Okay. Where will the event be held? It's going to be at our office. Um, so that's on Harrison Street in Galesburg, 932 Harrison Street. Um, and it's in collaboration with us. Um, so ROE 33 and then also ROE 26, which is down out of the Macomb area. Oh, okay. So yeah, our, our entire listening area. So poverty simulation, how will you exactly make that happen for people to understand it? Yeah, so what happens is um, as the participants arrive, they are given an identity and they are placed into a family. And so um, what they have to do is they have to work together to be able to um, make ends meet for a month. And so every 10 minutes will simulate a week of living in poverty. And so each family has a different identity and they're all based on real life scenarios. Um, so you might have multi-generations of people that are in your family. You might be a single parent family. Um, you might be a two income family with multiple children. Um, and so you have different scenarios and, but you still have to do all of the things that we do every day. You still have to go to work, you have to go to school, you have to pay your bills. And then just as we know, life happens. And so some unfortunate situations might come up over the course of the month and you have to be able to navigate those. Okay, define poverty so that people have an understanding of that. So poverty is actually really interesting because um, I don't think that we're clear. Um, a lot of times there's some stigma around um, struggling financially. And so what the simulation does is it really brings into perspective um, the fact that we have people who go to work every day and they still struggle to make ends meet. And a lot of that is just the way that our systems and our society is set up, that wages don't always match living expenses. Um, and so the simulation is, we're very clear about it, that it's not a game, it is a simulation, but it will help people understand what it is like to go to work every day and to take care of your family and still struggle to make your ends meet. And that's what it's like to live in poverty. What is your goal then, Jessica? What do you hope people will learn from this event? Our goal is really to start the conversation and continue the conversation so that people are aware of what they can do. Um, we all have personal agency. There's always things that we can be doing individually to help support those that are in need, but also to have that conversation um, as a broader community. What do we need to do to be able to rally behind people that are going through hard times or are struggling? And this is an opportunity to really bring awareness to the need for those conversations. We have a lot of these discussions with our school districts, which is what you are a part of, the Regional Office of Education, yes. uh, with teachers, with administrators. They are also trying to find ways to continue the conversation about poverty that they see in their districts. And the challenge is how do we lessen the amount of poverty? There will always be poverty, mm -hmm. at least if Les Miserables, the, the <laughs> good book, you know, from uh, the old days is to be um, believed. How do we lessen it, though? How do we help people make better wages? Because that's hard. Yes. We, it's not just about education. It's about what 
industry-related careers or jobs are available where people can make money to satisfy the current need, whether it be inflation struggles, energy bill struggles, just in general, and have COLAs and insurance premiums that they can afford. Yes, I mean, there's so many factors that go into um, people's situations that they're living through now. And I think that, um, yes, there's conversations around making livable wages. Um, I think there's also the need for conversations around resources being affordable. Um, I think also educating around just finances in general, really understanding how money works and how to make your money work for you. Um, I think all of those really play a large um, part in it. But I think specifically around education and with our youth, it is about bringing that understanding and awareness of what opportunities are out there, um, really broadening their scope of what do they want to do? How can they make a livable wage? How can they support their families? as they grow older. Um, We know that uh, there's different uh, paths that people take as they finish high school. So some will go into college, some will go into the career field, and just really making sure that people are educated around all the opportunities that are available to them. I like the way you phrase that, it's opportunities. Mm -hmm. We sure know know a lot of customers right now who are hiring a lot of individual uh, places, um, corporate as well as locally owned, from, from here to, to Macomb to Galesburg. Yes. So opportunities are there. How do we help people take advantage of those and longevity-wise be a part of those? That would be great, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the event is this Friday. What time? It's from 8.30 to 11.30. And this is in the morning, I assume? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's at the Regional Office of Education in coordination with uh, both number 33 and number 26 at 932 Harrison Street. Yes. Okay. How do we help the children at school? How do we help them break the cycle of poverty? I think really just teaching them money management. Uh, Money management, but also just really exposing them to a lot of different career opportunities. We have a career and tech ed um, department at the ROE, and so they do a lot of work with educating students around different opportunities that they have after school. And so I think those two in combination are the most important things, educating around opportunities and learning money management. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. What else is going on at the ROE that you want people to know about? It's coming up this month of February. Oh, goodness. So many things. Um, It is Career and Tech Ed Month. um, So we are celebrating the staff that are in that department and the great work that they are doing in our schools. Um, We obviously have a lot of trainings that are ongoing in our professional development department. Um, See a lot of the trainings for uh, paraprofessionals as well as substitute teachers. Yes. um, And teachers who want to get their certificates or maybe they haven't got their certificate but have X amount of the hours devoted to uh, a college degree that can be translated into a teaching certificate. Yes, we are really trying to get um, qualified and educated people into the classroom. And so that is a training that we do ongoing um, to help support subs and paraprofessionals. And so if there is that interest, um, people can always sign up through our website and um, just be able to really support our schools. Okay. Anything else you want people to know this morning? 
Um, I don't think so. I our again our professional development website has all of our upcoming events and trainings, so people can always check that out. Um, and that's pdroe.net. If there's any interest in joining the training that's on Friday, the poverty simulation or anything else that's coming up, they can always find that there on our website. Um, otherwise, we are just spending every day working on our mission, serving our schools and community. Is the poverty simulation community action program this Friday open to anyone? It is. It is open to the community. Um, we have acquired quite a few volunteers throughout the community, which is really exciting to see the diverse backgrounds of people who will be volunteering. Uh, but absolutely, the simulation is open to anybody who's in the community. You can sign up um, and just be ready to have that conversation. We'll do the simulation. It will take about two, two and a half hours. And then the last 30 minutes is just debriefing. So starting that conversation while we're all together and then putting an action plan together for what's everybody going to do once they leave the room. Okay. And Jessica, you're a behavioral health consultant. So what do you do on a regular basis? I spend a lot of time in our schools. Um, I teach our staff and our administrators around all things social and emotional learning and mental health. Um, I provide a lot of professional learning. And then I also coach our school teams, so really supporting them and kind of incorporating that social and emotional learning aspect in everything that they do. So spending a lot of time in schools with staff and administrators. Are you seeing things improve? Are you seeing behavior improve now that we're another year removed from the pandemic? That's a really interesting question. I do think going into this school year, um, a lot of the feedback that I received from schools was just that we feel like we're moving forward and we feel like there's been a shift and that things are getting better. Um, we're still seeing some struggles in terms of behavior and especially with mental health. Um, that is still happening. We're still navigating that and putting a lot of supports and resources in place. And I commend our schools. They are doing a phenomenal job with the programs and services that they have in place. Um, but I, I do think that there's still some behaviors that are lingering. But in terms of getting back to or creating what we call our new normal, I think that's really starting to happen. Okay. And what are some of the behaviors that you're hearing about that we're trying to work on in the districts? The biggest conversation now really is around regulation. Um, so once I get upset or stressed or overwhelmed, how do I find appropriate ways to be able to manage that as opposed to kind of melting down or exploding? Um, and so we are really starting even from our youngest ages with putting some tools and strategies in place to be able to navigate that. Um, but a lot of my work that I've been doing in schools really just starts with staff, um, making sure that the adults that are in the room in the building, they know how to regulate because once they have those skills in place and they can turn around and model and teach that to students. Okay. And then will you be able to help parents? with this as well. I know you guys do some some one-on-one -on -one parent classes as well. Yes, absolutely. We have everything from our early childhood department who goes in homes um, to be able to educate families to different groups that we run throughout the month for parents to come and learn these skills. Um, we are very focused on bridging that gap. So homeschool community, making sure that this is common language wherever students may travel. So a lot of the regulation strategies that we are teaching in schools are also ones that we're teaching to parents so they can use them at home. Okay. Anything else you want people to know this morning? Um, I don't think so. I think that really covers it. We're just really excited to finish out the school year. Um, it's going really fast. Uh, but again, I commend our schools. They're doing phenomenal work. Um, and we'd love to see as many people on Friday at the Poverty Simulation. Okay. You keep up the good work. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon. 
and hopefully it's a really good second semester. How does that sound? Oh, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. Jessica Donaldson with us, Behavioral Health Consultant with the ROE number 33. Again, the program is Friday, Poverty Simulation Community Action, open to the community from 830 to 1130.